Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your servant and host, Michael Boldia Esquire. I don't know. Everybody's got a title. I thought I'd throw one in there. So, uh, Michael Boldia Esquire, it is from now on, just so you know. Um, It's good to be here. It's a lovely Wednesday morning here in Wisconsin. Uh, as has become customary on this program, I have the tendency of letting you know when we are recording, and today happens to be one of those days. So this is a recorded broadcast. We are recording it uh, June the 30th, the year of our Lord 2021, so you know it's fresh. But just for posterity, just so uh, I can get fact-checked by Beth Moore fans, uh, I let you know the date when it's recorded in case something happens within the, you know, 24, 36 hours before it's supposed to air that, you know, Beth Moore fans can fact check me on. I know I pick on you ladies a lot, but you know what? It's easy. I, you know, right now, if you're still, uh, you know, Shaking the pom-poms for old Beth more than uh, you're as gullible as uh, Mitt Romney. And that's saying a lot because, uh, well, you know, uh, good old Mittens, uh, he is a Mormon. So he believed that uh, an angel of the Lord came down to one Joseph Smith, gave him golden tablets, which he transcribed and started his own religion. But, you know, you have Michael, you have Gabriel, and then you have an angel called Moroni, which is very close to Moron or Moron. So, you know, I don't know. Eh, skeptical. Call me skeptical. You have the book. There's enough in there for you to masticate, chew on, ruminate upon, you know, uh, allow to make its way through your system so you can draw closer to God, understand who Jesus is, what he did for you, and the fact that you need him. If you want to have hope passed beyond this life. Anyway, so we know the bar is low for Mittens Romney. So when I read this uh, headline, I thought, yep, sounds about right. Mitt Romney says, I trust President Biden. I take him at his word. Now, granted, we seem to be, you know, bumbling our way into conflict with both the Iranians and the Russians, which is a tall order, uh, because we decided to bomb the Syrians for no reason other than, hey, the U.S. industrial military complex has a backlog of bombs that they need to get rid of so they can sign new contracts for billions of dollars and build new ones. So... Why don't we throw a few of these at some Syrians? Now, uh, I guess they decided to attack the Iranians that were in Syria, too, but we'll get into that later. First, let's get into good old Mittens, uh, a.k.a. 
what what was his uh oh yes Pierre Delecto you understand Mitt Romney's uh penchant for being half-tarded by uh the handles he chose as his alter ego Pierre Delecto aka Mittens Romney uh, said that he trusts President Biden and takes him at his word. Now, I'm going to take two steps back before getting into this article and hope to open your eyes to a reality that most people today seem not to want to understand. Uh, I, I think it's it's too difficult for them to process this because it will fracture their long-held beliefs that there's only Republican and there's only Democrat. You pick your side and you go to war, politically speaking. Mittens Romney and those of his ilk understand what I've been trying to tell you for the past three, four years, that it's not about Republican and Democrat. It's about globalist and nationalist. And seeing how elected officials cast their vote regarding certain issues, uh, you will understand what side of the aisle they're on, whether they're still nationalist or they're a globalist. Now, given Mittens Romney's track record, it is undeniable that he is a dyed-in-the-wool globalist. He doesn't care if America continues to exist as a sovereign entity or as a nation because to him globalism is the utopia they're seeking after why have all these little governments and all these ruling parties when there could be one system they may call the laws all you rubes have to obey them and that'll be that so mittens romney already cast his lot He already picked the side he thinks will win this battle. Mitt Romney is a globalist, not a Republican, not a Democrat, not a rhino. There's no such thing. You need to get past that because you're still going to beat the drum of the Republicans. I know that most of you who listen to this program, and uh, unless there's still, you know, a stray Beth Moore fan, not big on the Democrat platform, because let's face it. Baby murder and Christianity don't go together very well. Perversion to the extent of embracing pedophilia and calling mental illness brave, not really a platform Christians should embrace, even though there are some denominations that are whole hog on it. Oh yes, I'm celebrating your diversity. You need help. Your name's Bob. You're not Sally. You are a biological male. Stop pretending to be otherwise. I know. Oh, my. Listen to him. Such a mongoloid. So backward. Such a knuckle dragger. Well, it's worked since the beginning of creation, has it not? You got the boy and you got the girl. The boy and the girl grow up to be a woman and a man. They like each other. They get married. They have the babies. And life goes on. Continuity of species 
is secured by the fact that biological males and biological females make families have babies and their babies in turn have babies when they grow up. Do we really need to have a lesson on the birds and the bees? Apparently we do. We've lost our minds. And I think this is largely the reason we're allowing a bumbling buffoon to lead this nation is because, hey, he's on the same IQ level of those embracing this lunacy. But back to Mitt Romney, our favorite Mormon. Senator Mitt Romney said Sunday on CNN State of the Union that he trusted President Joe Biden while discussing the infrastructure deal brokered by him and a bipartisan group of his colleagues. Now, if Mitt Romney runs for the Utah Senate seat again and he gets reelected, Jew people in Utah, you're going to get what you deserve. I'm just saying. Because you ought to see the pattern in Mitt Romney and what he is. Not a Republican, not a Democrat. He's a globalist. Mitt Romney has big dreams. Either he hopes to have or was promised that he will have a seat at the table. When John Lennon's song finally materializes and there's no borders and no war and everyone can live as one braiding flowers into their hair. Only, never mind. I'm, I was, I'm not going to go there because see, I don't want to get angry today. I, we, we had like a down program last week. But it it was necessitated. We had to get into it. I don't want to do the same thing today because the sun is shining outside. Birds are chirping. Butterflies are coming out of their cocoon. Flowers are blooming. We had rain and everything is green. Excuse me while I sip from my delicious beverage. (coughs) So getting you down in the dumps is not my mission for today. But we still have to discuss the reality of what is happening in this nation, what is happening in the world, because while our government seems to be consumed with transgender rights and equity and uh, eating the rich, I guess, but see, when they talk about eating the rich, they don't include themselves in it. That's, That's the thing that is irksome because the rich that they're referring to already have 10 ways from Sunday of hiding their money, of, sh- of creating shell corporations, of, of doing nefarious things that are barely legal yet somehow getting away with it. And that includes most senators, that includes most Congress people. Have you checked out Nancy Pelosi's net worth lately? I know. It's not Nancy. It's her husband. Believe me. Nancy whispers in his ear, this is what we should do. I know it's unprovable because anytime anyone gets close, you know, 
suicide with a double tap to the back of the head is imminent. You hear about that that reporter? Uh, He broke the story of uh, what Bill Clinton meeting on the tarmac with then Secretary, uh, it wasn't Secretary of State, it was Attorney General. When he met with the Attorney General, you know, to to make the Hillary matter go away, or to talk about their grandkids, as they say. Uh, The reporter who, who broke that story sadly committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of the head twice. So, um... I, it's, you better have a nice life insurance policy if you're a friend of the Clintons, apparently, or if you're not a friend of the Clintons. Uh, nobody seems to be talking about that. Uh, an, another guy that, that uh, ended his journey on Earth was uh, the, the, the guy that created the, the software, the it was like an anti-malware, uh, McAfee, if you remember. So about a month before his suicide in jail, he actually tweeted out, I will never commit suicide. I will never Epstein myself. And guess what? Oh my, Joan McAfee dead by suicide in, in, in some jail or another. So uh, these, these kids are playing, uh, you know, high stakes poker. This isn't, you know, for your lunch money. This is for the whole kit and caboodle. And they think that if they can bring America down to a level where it embraces socialism and globalism, then they can deal with uh, the riffraff that remains that still desires to be, you know, sovereign countries. Uh, but Mitt Romney is on that bandwagon and discussing the confusion over President Joe Biden first saying a second package pushed by progressives will be attached to the bipartisan deal, but walking that back on Saturday, anchor Jake Taper. Oh, yes. Trust Jake Taper. Actually, it's Tapper. I know it's Tapper, but ugh, ugh. if you believe any journalist, at this point, you're the sucker. You know, there's, there's an old saying, if, if, if you sit down at a poker table and you can't spot the sucker in the first five minutes you're it, if you're still watching mainstream media for the news and letting them tell you what they perceive to be the truth, you're the sucker. I'm sorry, Jordan Stalker. So, Jake Taper, doing what Jake Taper does, said, you just heard the president say he trusts you based on the whiplash over the last few days. Do you trust the president? And Romney said, I'm just going to call him Lickspittle Pierre. That's an appropriate name for Mittens, Romney. I do trust the president. And he made very clear in the much larger statement that came out over the weekend, carefully crafted and thought through piece by piece, that if the infrastructure bill reaches his desk and it comes alone, he will sign it. If you are supposedly a Republican senator, and you've seen everything this administration has done over the last four months, and you can actually 
speak the words, I trust this president. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Mitt. You lost every, every ounce of credibility. But then again, you know, Joseph Smith, magic underwear, all that jazz. Tapper said, how many Republicans in the Senate do you have committed to vote for this bipartisan infrastructure deal? Romney said, well, I believe we will have enough to get it passed. And if you do, this next piece of news, in hindsight, will seem like a happy memory. That's right. I'm I'm intertwining everything, kiddies. This is going to be one of those things when at the end of the program, when you see how it all comes together, you're going to go, wow, or maybe not. I don't know. These are things that I found interesting this week that I wanted to talk about because they paint a larger picture and they show you where you're going. You need to understand what tomorrow will bring so you can prepare spiritually, perhaps financially, but also psychologically. Gas prices across the United States are at their highest level since late 2014, with shortages predicted in the run-up to the 4th of July holiday weekend. We're supposed to be the preeminent superpower of the world. And we're talking about gas shortages. Gas prices that were what? A buck 20 and change for regular are at their highest level since 2014. But that's okay. Lady Gaga's outfit was amazing. And Dr. Jill's hair flowed. So you know what? Pay up. Pay through the nose. 150 bucks for a tank of gas? Small price to pay for Beth Moore feeling the tickles over the outfit that Lady Gaga wore. According to AAA... The national average on Tuesday is about $3.11 per gallon. And by this weekend, that figure may rise another nickel. Now, I know some of you are saying to yourselves, this doesn't concern me. I own a bicycle. I bike everywhere and I don't use gas because it pollutes. And I want to save the planet. Well, that's fine. You know, I'm sure you have nice calves. Bike away. However, the problem is this. If a wholesale distributor has to pay an extra 100 bucks per load to get your produce from A to B, buy a truck because as far as I know we haven't yet invented teleportation of vegetables so if a wholesale distributor has to pay an extra hundred five hundred thousand dollars for a truck full of cabbage to get to your local grocery store what do you think happens hmm Well, out of the kindness of their heart, the wholesale distributor is going to eat the cost. He's going to break even. No. He's going to tack that onto the bill that goes to the grocery store. Now, again, what does the grocery store do 
when they see that the cabbage is 20% more than it was last month? Well, I guess we got to raise the price of cabbage. So even if you do bike, even if you don't purchase gas on a regular basis, the fact that gas is going up is going to affect your bottom line. And even if you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't buy cabbage, so there. The stuff I do buy, the Pop-Tarts and the Captain Crunch and the Lucky Charms aren't going up in price, so you're wrong, Romanian. Well, actually, I'm not wrong. Have you noticed how... And I, I know some of you are going, I, I don't look at that. You better start. You better start how every three months or so, even though the boxes of cereal stay as big, there's less net ounces of cereal inside the box. So they haven't raised the prices of cereal, but they put less in there for the same price. This is what they call the inflation. So eventually, at some point, I'm seeing six months down the line, you're going to buy a box of delicious grape nuts, and you're going to have a bowl's worth of grape nuts in your box. You still paid three sixty nine for it, but it used to be that you had four or five bowls at least. And you're thinking to yourself, scratching your head, I didn't buy a bigger bowl. Why are there no more grape nuts in the box? That's why. So it's, it's, it's a two-sided play here. First, the things that they can't shrink down, the things that don't come prepackaged, the things that don't come in boxes. They're just going to put less of it in the box for the same price. And the things that, that they, they can't shrink down, like cabbage or apples or whatever, they're going to have to raise the prices on. Have you seen the price of beef lately? You, you basically have to make 150 grand a year to afford a ribeye every six weeks. What is it, 26, 28, 30 bucks a pound for ribeye? But that's okay. Joe's doing a great job. Don't listen to the naysayers. Joe Biden is the greatest president ever. Thank you, Beth. That was Beth Moore's public service announcement, by the way. Um, so gas prices skyrocketing. Uh, us pecking a war with the Syrians for no reason other than to, you know, uh, I guess get rid of excess inventory. Uh, not a good play because who's got the Syrians' back? Excuse me while I sip my beverage. I'll let you think on it. Who is the number one defender of the Syrians? Yes, you guessed it. If you guessed Russia, you are correct. The Syrians have a very tight relationship with the Russians. And... We're basically pecking a fight with Russia by proxy because 
if we continue doing this, if we continue bombing them, at some point, Assad is going to reach out to Putin. And Putin has very deep interests when it comes to Syria. They get a lot of stuff from the Syrians very cheap just to be muscle. And that's not even the half of it. Because once we started bombing the Syrians, guess what happened? U.S. troops in eastern Syria came under rocket attack Monday with no reported casualties. One day after U.S. Air Force planes carried out airstrikes near the Iraq-Syria border against the Pentagon, against what the Pentagon said were facilities used by Iran-backed militia groups to support drone strikes in Iraq. Iraq's military condemned the U.S. airstrikes, and the militia groups called for revenge against the United States. Well, there you go. Now, I know our, 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 our short-term memory is non-existent. We don't remember what happened yesterday, never mind, what, eight months ago. However, about eight months ago, uh, we were on course to negotiate peace in the Middle East. We were on course to basically excise Iran's power in the region by just destroying them economically. And here we are today with Mr. Robinette Biden at the helm with militia groups calling for revenge against the United States. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said the militias were using the facilities to launch unmanned aerial vehicle attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq. It was the second time the administration has taken military action in the region since Biden took over earlier this year. Wasn't the Democrat Party supposed to be the peacenik party? Weren't the Republicans the bloodthirsty ones who wanted war? And if you think that this penchant for uh, violence against individuals is reserved only for foreigners, I ran across this. Uh, it's it's very nice. Because, I, look, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back or say I was right, but you can go back in the archives and listen to the programs that I warned you about. The fact that when these people get power, they will not release their grip. And the whole idea of, oh, we're here to serve the people will go out the window and the propagandists in the media have their back and they're covering. They're covering for the lunacy that comes out of Joe Biden's mouth every single day. So this was uh, an excerpt of uh, one of Joe Biden's messages to the people that elected him. One of Joe Biden's messages to, to the citizenry of the nation that he helms. 
If you think you need weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons, Joe Biden warned his fellow citizens Wednesday. The article goes on to say, that nonsense was part of a bigger point Slow Joe was looking to make about how there have always been restrictions on the Second Amendment. Have there? Even on day one, you know, all the way back in the 1700s, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. Uh, as the kids like to say, fact check me, I warned you, they would attempt to go after the guns. They're going to try and try and try and try and promise and promise until people like Mittens Romney go, hey, I trust Joe Biden. I think it's a great idea to limit the availability and the ability of the citizen to arm himself in self-defense. What do you need to defend yourself from anyway? Joe Biden's here. He's your president, and he took on Corn Pop. If you need help, just dial 1-800-JOE. And he'll be there with his cape and adult diapers to beat that robber senseless. Oh, by the way, another thing we discussed that's beginning to materialize, and we're not even, look, we're not even in the thick yet. People aren't starving yet. People aren't going to the store and seeing 300 bucks for a chicken yet. It's coming. But we're not there yet. By the way, this, this new spending bill, it will only accelerate hyperinflation. This is why the adults in the room that haven't been bought out by globalists are sitting there scratching their head going, how much money can we print out of thin air before it becomes worthless? Before we need to use it for toilet paper, because toilet paper is more expensive than the money you have in your pocket. So things aren't bad yet. And crime is spiking in every major city. Just yesterday, a bank got robbed next to the Chili's where I went to take my kids for dinner. I found out only later that it was at the Chili's or at the bank near the Chili's because we wouldn't have gone. There were still cop cars there. A manhunt was going on for the robbers. Previously safe neighborhoods, quiet neighborhoods, are having uh, issues with break-ins and robberies. And it's only going to get worse. But have no fear... Joe is here. And what he says, it's this. You don't need nothing but trust in the government. That's all you need. So if somebody breaks into your house threatening you and wanting to do you harm, just say, hey, hey, I know Joe. Do you really want to tussle with the man that took on Corn Pop? And they'll run out. 
Let's get back to the story. It's uh, I, I'm trying to keep it upbeat. I am. Those of you that understand my dark humor realize this. So, uh, and again, being the great legal scholar that he is, you have to take Joe Biden's word for it. The Second Amendment, from the day it was passed, limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Actually, you could, but it's, look, for a man that doesn't remember his own name half the time, you got to give him a little grace. So, he continued. Those who say the blood of liberty, the uh, blood of patriots, you know, all this stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not watered with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you want to think you need weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is, there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit, the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. So, basically, I, these are the man's words. I read them verbatim. I know some of them don't make sense, but in a nutshell, he's saying, you know what, even if you keep your guns, you can't take on the government. We're here, we're staying, and we got bigger guns, but... Since we don't want to have to tussle with you, we're just going to try to take the little guns that you have, you know, in case you get some naughty thoughts about refreshing the tree of liberty with the blood of patriots and tyrants and whatnot. Um, understand that even though this administration has been in power for, what, four months now and change? They're still fearful of the people because they know they had to cheat to get where they are. And there is information coming out slowly, slowly, painfully slow that will prove the cheating. Will it change anything? No. We already know. It's already evident. But there will be evidence. Now, I know... Phoenix Rising, Donald Trump on a unicorn and an M16. You know what? I personally know. I don't believe it'll happen. If it does, I will get on here wearing an American flag shirt and saying I was wrong. But I warned you, I told you, lovingly, patiently, once these people get power... They will not give, understand that 2016 was a fluke. They never planned on losing. They just didn't count how many average people would show up to the polls, and they didn't have the machinery in place to cheat their way out of it. They did a much better job in 2020, didn't they? So, just be forewarned. If you're going to take on the government, 
You need nuclear weapons and F-16s. Oh, wait, F-15s. I apologize. They will continue to try to take your ability to defend yourself away from you. All the while, defending criminal activity as either equity or reparations or whatever else you want to call it. Look, it's going to bubble over. And the reason it's going to bubble over is that things are going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. Prices will continue to go up. Salaries will stagnate, or if they do grow, it won't be at the same level as the inflation. More and more people are getting priced out of buying a home, and so they have to rent. And here come BlackRock and all these other hedge funds that are working as cutouts for the Chinese, buying up entire neighborhoods, 20% over value, just so they can rent them to you. Uh, where was it? I, one of the either Switzerland or Sweden or one of those, you know, globalist meeting places. Uh, one of the head globalists actually said something that they're actively working towards. It says, you will own nothing and be happy about it. That is the end game. That is what they are attempting to accomplish. Whether or not they succeed, time will tell. Whether or not we'll have a little more time, time will tell. But for now, if you are planning on driving anywhere for the 4th of July weekend, just know there may be gas shortages. And if you do find gas, it may be more expensive than you're planning. So budget for it. UPI reports further strains will come when as many as 43.6 million Americans Hit the road for Independence Day weekend, which runs from Thursday to Monday, extending a trend that became evident earlier this month as prices ticked upwards. Yes, let's call it ticking upwards. Today, 89% of U.S. gas stations are selling regular unleaded for $275 or more. That is a stark increase over last July 4th when only a quarter of the stations were selling gas for more than $225. I know you're thinking to yourself, what's 50 cents among friends? Well, it's not 50 cents. It's probably seven, eight bucks if you fill your tank. Do that a few times a week and you're going to start to fill it or feel it. Road trippers will pay the most to fill up for the holiday since 2014. According to AAA, Mississippi, 274, Louisiana, 275, Texas, 279, have the nation's least expensive gas. And of course, the most expensive is Hawaii at four bucks and Washington State at 374. Uh, I'm seeing gas going between uh, five and eight buck range, at least in like California, which is already at 428. So, you know where we're headed. The question is, what do we do? Because I I guess we're no longer trying to make friends with the Iranians. 
even though uh, we, you know, tried to make nice with them at the beginning of this administration. So this will inspire a whole new wave of formerly dormant individuals in this country to do nefarious things. So, yes, I I, I am seeing something very bad in the near future as far as an attack is concerned. We are on the precipice. There's, there's no way of sugarcoating that. There, there's no making nice about it. And if the people running this country were halfway competent, at least we can trust in the idea that they won't overreact or underreact, but that they will have an appropriate reaction to whatever comes our way. The only thing... that this administration does well is spend money we don't have on things we don't need. But eventually that money has to be paid back. At some point, the bill will come due. And the question is, where will we get the money? To pay the bill. Print more? Mm, You're just going to have more debt. You're just going to dig a deeper hole. But we've, we've lived the high life for so long as a nation. That we don't understand. We, we, are, we are so sheltered in our cocoon that we don't understand the reality of how bad it can get. Read a little history. Go back and see what happened to the Weimar Republic. And understand that it's very probable that something similar will happen here. I know, I know, I promised I wouldn't get all gloomy today. But it's better that you know and prepare. Well, guess what? I just refreshed my news page, and wouldn't you know it, I guess... I guess they can only put so little cereal in a box before people catch on. So uh, General Mills warns of inflationary environment and plans to hike prices. Huh. General Mills said Wednesday that it expects inflation to raise its costs and announced plans to raise prices to preserve margins. The packaged food company said total cost inflation is expected to amount to about 7% of the company's cost of goods sold 
expense line. The company said it is addressing the inflationary environment through price increases for most of its portfolio and other cost-saving measures. General Mills saw adjusted earnings per share drop to $0.91 from $1.10 a year prior. Net organic sales declined 6% from a year ago as household purchases of food for home consumption went down from the early stages of the pandemic lockdown. In addition, there was an additional week in last year's equivalent quarter. The company said it expects comparable sales will be down 1% to 3% during its 2022 fiscal year versus the previous period. The company expects at-home food demand will decline year-over-year in fiscal 2022 across most of its core markets, though will remain above pre-pandemic levels. This is the first shoe to drop. And if you don't know General Mills, General Mills is a big company, and they make a lot of stuff. Remember that, that, that Captain Crunch? I don't know. I, they may be General Mills, but there's only a couple of companies that make that kind of stuff. The prepackaged, throw some boiling water on it and eat it stuff. And if they have come out and said, we're going to have to raise promises, uh, prices, what it means is that they, they can't put any less stuff in the box without people noticing. So, that just happened. Now, is there a silver lining in all of this? Well, of course, there always is. And the silver lining is that Jesus is coming soon. How soon? No man knows the day or the hour. I know. Uh, who was it? The guy that, that had a stroke that said Jesus was coming in 2014? People try. I mean, they, they have mathematical equations. They look at calendars and sunbursts. But Jesus said, no man knows the day or the hour. And if Jesus said no man knows the day or the hour, I will take Christ's word over a thousand pseudo-prophets or people who think they know. The only thing you are responsible for is to be ready. Be a bride-in-waiting that has oil in her lamp and her vessel. Be a bride-in-waiting that is pure. Be a bride-in-waiting that isn't shaken by the things that it sees. Because no matter what happens today or tomorrow, the bride knows her groom is coming. And her groom will take her away from all of this. So, before we end today's program, I do want to remind you of the most amazing, powerful, explosive conference uh, that you will have the privilege to attend in the month of July. It is the Go Therefore Conference. Um, 
It is sponsored by the Transforming Word Ministries. It is being put on July 23rd through the 25th. So we're getting close, kids. I, I, I have to see if I have any clean clothes. If not, it's about time to go to the dry cleaner. Uh, that's how close we're getting. So July 23rd through the 25th, the year of our Lord 2021, uh, the Go Therefore Conference hosted by Harvest Revival Center. And the beautiful and awe-inspiring Brookville, Ohio. If you've never been, it's a go-to destination. So not only can you come and get fed spiritually, you can tour Brookville, Ohio in all its glorious beauty. Uh, Tickets are $59. I know. Why are they charging? Because they have to cover electricity they have to cover things so i know i know i know i know that's not christian but buying beth moore dvds for 180 bucks is stop at least they didn't hike the price because of inflation so rather than buying a beth moore dvd for 180 bucks and hearing her wax poetic about Dr. Jill and Lady Gaga, uh, you get to come and hear some solid speakers, people that have been on the front lines for a very long time, people that I know, some of them that I love, some people I don't know. Uh, But I do know Dr. Michael Lake, respect and appreciate the man. He has godly wisdom. I do know uh, Dr. Carl Gallops. I respect the man. He is an amazing preacher. I do know, let's see, is Coach Dave? Yes, he is. Coach Dave. I love Coach Dave. I I wish I could be half the spitfire he is at his age. Uh, I I wish I could make it to his age. So um, probably not. We'll see. Maybe if I get in shape, but that's, you know, hard work. Uh, Coach Dave, love Coach Dave. Uh, let's see, Dr. Mike Spaulding, very, very good analytical preacher, gets into the word. Uh, the Prophecy Brothers, don't know. Dr. Jennifer Rivera, well, you know, she's a doctor, so she's got to know something. Um, but yeah, it's just Pastor Caspar McLeod. I know Caspar uh, loves God uh, and great guitarist, by the way, just so you know. Uh, Jamie Walden, uh, I know Jamie, uh, I, I think he's going to have a very unique perspective regarding what the future holds because, uh, he's former military and, uh, I have his book. I've read his book. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be fellowship. It's going to be like-minded brothers and sisters getting together and going, all right, this is the road forward. What are we supposed to be doing? So July 23rd through the 25th, Harvest Revival Center. Uh, For tickets, call 937-687-1525. And no, I don't get a cut of the proceeds, so you don't have to, you know, uh, slash backslash Michael Boldia for whatever. Just pay the 59 bucks. It's 59 bucks. Come and get fed. I don't get a cut. Nobody gets a cut. 
It's what it costs to put it on. Now, if you want to go, uh, if you want more ticket information, go to gothereforeconference.com. I know I should have said the www dot, but that was like 2012. So gothereforeconference.com. Spell it out like you hear it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. I'll be there. Uh, a lot of good brothers will, and we'll have some fellowship. Because let's face it, we've all lived through 2020. And there are many people that are just simply hungry for fellowship. We realize how important fellowship is to the body of believers only once it's gone. And it was missing. And we saw, uh, we, we saw how much we took fellowship for granted. We saw how much we didn't appreciate the grace of being able to come together to pray, to sing, to hear the word being preached, maybe even break a little bread. So if you've been aching for fellowship, join us July 23rd through the 25th, the year of our Lord 2021. Um, live stream tickets are also available. So if you think gas prices are too high, you can watch it on TV and feel like you're there. I'll even say hi to you. Uh, call 937-687-1525 or go to gothereforeconference.com. Thank you for listening. I know some of you are thinking, how am I going to afford General Mills cereal? We'll see what the new prices are. But you know what you could do without the sugar? And grape nuts, just go pick some gravel up from your driveway, put that in a bowl, pour some milk on it. It's the same thing. So there you go. I just saved you a few bucks. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Lord willing, we'll be with you again next week. And hey, maybe we'll have something more exciting to talk about. Maybe something a little funner. I don't know. It's, this is the world we live in. I, I can't make it happy when it's not. Because I would be lying to you. And that's the last thing I want to do. I, I, don't, I don't take your trust for granted. And even though I've, I've built trust equity with many of you, I would still encourage you to go to the Word and see if what I say is in harmony with it. Because I'm not your guru. I'm not your prophet. I'm just a guy sitting in an office talking into a microphone trying his best to warn you of what is coming but also give you hope that the groom is likewise coming. So thank you. God bless you. Come to the conference if you can. Uh, if you can't, live stream it. A lot of good speakers. I know I, know I jest and I joke, but there are some heavy-hitting speakers that are going to be at this conference, and they will have spiritual meat for you. So uh, if you break down the cost, the average cost per speaker, it's, it's a buck fifty at most. So God bless you. Thanks for listening. Gino, if you've got anything to say, it's yours. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Uh, you know, I'm reminded of what the Word says very clearly. 
when the wicked rule, the people mourn. And we voted in a president, you know, that's wicked on lots of levels. And what's God doing? Taking his hand away. You see it with the economy. You see it with military misjudgments. You see it with every fabric of our country, including the weather, by the way, where Washington State and Portland, records of high temperatures. Even in British Columbia, Canada, got up to 115. That's unprecedented. And where's the record heat? The northeast and the west. And drought, 18, no, 1,500-year drought in Arizona, California, Nevada. So you know what? It's not God's blessing when you have drought. It's not God's blessing when you have, when you're unable to make decisions that help your country. Open the border up. Let anybody come in. Oh, including terrorists. They're coming in as well. People from 126 countries have already come in to our country. And I promise you, for sure, they're going to be wanting to do another terrorist attack. And and the political leaders really act dumb when they're interviewed. Like they have a dumb spirit. A wicked almost reprobate spirit. Biden, I don't know if he knows from one day to the next where he's at, for one thing. Yeah, that could be Alzheimer or dementia, but he's still okay with abortion, gay rights, all the things God hates. And Kamala Harris, she's way out there in left field. And that's not to mention the transgender gay makeup of the cabinet none of these people to me have the experience or the the wherewithal to really lead properly so are we in trouble yeah we're in big trouble and if god does not watch the borders and the boundaries of your country what happens the enemy comes right in crime is way up in texas way up in the border cities of arizona Theft, all kinds of crime, drugs. The drug, the drug people are happy with open borders because they can get their drugs in real easy. You know, it's almost unfathomable that we're that ignorant, but that's what happens when God's spirit departs from people, and when blessing leaves. So we need to really take heart of what's coming to America. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth, with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all the